Well, we had a bit of a Uranian week in the markets this week. Hi, Thomas Miller on the Fun Astrology Podcast. We're going to talk about that in a minute, but I wanted to just mention again what we talked about yesterday, that we are going to begin the book club that we've been talking about for the Trends 2023 Sun Signs Book Analysis. This book is written by Ray Merriman, whose newsletter we're about to read, and also primarily published by his wife, Antonia Langsdorf. If you listened to the episode last week of the interview with Ray, he mentioned that she is one of the top astrologers in Germany. He said she has a big YouTube following. So she is the author of the book. It is written in plain English. We're going to reverse engineer it. We are going to look at the charts and find out why they chose the plain English phrases that they chose. I think it's going to be a fascinating and fun project and a great way to learn astrology. Also, if you remember from last week's interview, he said that she uses Lilith and Chiron. So if you're interested in learning more about those as well, that will be part of the package. This is going to be available for the members of the Fun Astrology 101 course. If you're in the course, all you need to do is go check in at the book club tab or the book club channel on our Discord. And if you're not in the course, it's $97. But look, you're going to get two live, we're going to do two live events per month is the plan per sign starting in March, led by Kristen Lawhead. That right there, I mean, is $97. So (laughs) plus you get the course. I mean, it's like kind of a no brainer. We'd love to have as many of you as can and want to participate. This is going to be a lot of fun. I'll point you to the funastrology.com website and to the Discord. Connect with Kristen in there. She has all the details. All the questions is uh, there. I told her this is your deal. I'm not going to interfere, and that's the way it's going to be. I will tell you about it, and then she is the maestro conducting the orchestra. I'm going to participate. Oh, absolutely, yes. But Kristen is uh, in charge of the show, so I don't want to usurp her by trying to answer questions that she needs to make determinations on. All right, let's read this week's MMACycles.com newsletter. A little bit abbreviated today because if you were following us two weeks ago, you know that Ray had some eye surgery and that second procedure was this week. So here we go. This is the letter that was reflecting on the week of the State of the Union address. Ray chose this article to begin with from the Wall Street Journal editorial board, an article entitled Biden Tells a Deficit Fairy Tale, dated February 10, 2023. President Biden, it says, boasted during his State of the Union address about cutting the deficit by a record $1.7 trillion. His putative conversion into a born-again deficit cutter is belayed by this week's Congressional Budget Office Federal Deficit Report for January, which shows the deficit has doubled in the first four months of the fiscal year. The CBO reports that the budget deficit from October through January swelled to $522 billion, up from $259 billion the same period last year. Receipts are tracking $43 billion lower than last year, mostly owing to reduced individual income taxes, while spending is running $220 billion higher. And then a quote from Yogi Berra. Half the lies they tell me aren't true. Now Ray's commentary. He says, and 
The sun isn't even into Pisces yet. <laughs> Still, Venus and Neptune are in the sign of the fish on their merry way to a union on February 15th. Everyone loves a fairy tale with a happy message, and that's one of the roles Neptune and Pisces play in our otherwise critical and often too realistic world where danger always seems nearby. We need an escape. And we have a president with several planets in the 12th house, that's the same theme as Neptune and Pisces, who is more than willing to trumpet the narrative that the economy is doing just great. Low unemployment, great new job numbers, and a strong stock market. All have the scent of success. But beneath that glamorous exterior is the stench of out-of-control debt, which does not bode well for the future. If your credit card company allows you to increase your credit limit fourfold and you spend that money, it looks like you are doing very well. But what doesn't show up so soon is the fact that your debt has just quadrupled too. On top of that, you have to pay more interest on that debt. Somewhere down the road, the pavement ends and the cycle turns from success to distress if you continue to live on borrowed funds. And the turn quickly escalates from slow at first to very fast. This is especially true if the layoffs announced by tech companies start to increase as well. Last week continued the topsy-turvy pattern of stock markets still looking for sustained direction. Most stock markets have been up this year following their half-cycle lows in mid to late December, but the rallies have not been that robust. And following last week's deadly full moon in a T-square with Uranus, coinciding with an earthquake striking Syria and Turkey, most global equity markets started to trend down. Metals showed signs of life early last week after the prior week's sudden collapse, but by Thursday they resumed their downtrend to new multi-week lows. Bitcoin also dropped from its recent high of February 2nd, falling 10% by the end of the week. Crude oil, on the other hand, was up all week following its monthly low last Monday of $72.25. By Friday, it was trading above $80. That may be a market to watch this week as Venus conjoins Neptune in Pisces. Now the short-term geocosmics. Another quote from Yogi Berra. If you don't know where you're going, you might end up someplace else. <laughs> Ray says, I'm a Yogi fan today. Writing immediately after the second lens replacement therapy is like going to battle under a Neptune affliction. Everything is blurry, and mistakes in typing are far too numerous for this double Capricorn with Virgo rising to appreciate. Fortunately, though, I also have Neptune rising in my natal chart. Lots of supporting editors, with Uranus on my midheaven. So my calling is the cause of astrology and truth. So, the double Capricorn part of myself will always plow on and do his duty, come illness, rain, snow, or fog. Let's see, did I just type fog or frog? <laughs> or am I still rummaging around with that groundhog from the prior week? But help is on the way for this Neptune-challenged world that I've been lost in for two weeks, with less than another week to go. That is, this week finds two fairly important conjunctions occurring, 
The first is Venus conjunct Neptune in Pisces on February 15th, and the second is the Sun conjunct Saturn in late Aquarius the next day. The first one is favorable for love and romance, which will probably be at full strength the day before, on Valentine's Day. It may be good for those who have been operating in a fog, or at least those who can delude themselves into believing it will be so. With Neptune in Pisces, highlighted by the conjunction of Venus, you can believe whatever you want, and for one day, your dreams may come true. Just remember to exit that position before the day is over, or it will be Groundhog Day all over again. The shadow lurks nearby, even the next day. As romantic and imaginative as the Venus-Neptune conjunction in Pisces can be, the next day's Sun-Saturn conjunction in Aquarius can have the opposite effect. One is a euphoric buzz, and the other is a buzz kill. The Venus-Neptune conjunction takes place with the Moon in Sagittarius too, Monday through Wednesday, which is by nature optimistic. But the next two days will find the Moon in Capricorn, so it's time to sober up quickly by midweek as the psychological climate transitions from fantasy and infatuation into reality very quickly. Both are relatively strong aspects for brief but sharp swings in the stock indices. If the rushdown is sharp, it may be a primary cycle trough in stocks. However, these geocosmic signatures are not as strong as what will arise next month. Still, the general rule is that any market declining into a strong Saturn aspect is a candidate for a rally to follow. The geocosmic tapestry suggests that a lot of what we can expect for the year may not be known until next month, especially nearby to the third and final semi-square passage of Jupiter and Saturn on March 21st. According to the cosmos, clarity begins to appear once we get into spring. Constructive planning begins to get underway that can have positive effects for the world as Jupiter moves from semi-square to sextile with Saturn. However, there is one major cosmic interruption in late May when the T-square of Mars-Jupiter-Pluto unfolds. If there is going to be a financial panic, that's the aspect that foretells it. We will cover that in next weekend's Forecast 2023 webinar, and I expect to see clearly again by then. And that concludes this week's MMA Cycles newsletter. Let me just mention about that webinar that Ray referenced. So, as you know, I narrated the Forecast 2023 book that he does every year. The book is divided into two parts. First of all, the overview macro mundane picture of the year. That's what was narrated into the audiobook. Then there's the whole financial section, which is only in the print book. Now, next Sunday, Ray is doing a webinar about both pieces, about the whole picture for 2023, both from a mundane perspective and a financial perspective. So if you would like to catch that live, if you heard what we talked about last weekend... You can tell how good this is going to be. <laughs> it's like, oi. So if you'd like to do that, just go to MMACycles.com and you'll see the registration information there. I don't have much to add from my lens this week, but I will say next week has some pretty loaded up economic information, especially coming out on Tuesday with the Consumer Price Index. 
That might portend Monday to be a lighter trading day, just not quite as much activity as traders wait until that 8.30 a.m. Eastern announcement on Tuesday. Retail sales comes out on Wednesday and then initial jobless claims on Thursday. So we're going to be dodging the economics release cycle of next week. And then you know me, Mr. Skeptical, do you believe the numbers? Well, the market will react to whatever's published, I guess. Even with blurry eyes, Ray's market vision is still very crystal clear. I so enjoyed that conversation we had last weekend. That was just amazing, and it really took my own respect for this man to a much higher level. I hope you'll check out the audiobooks. Forecast 2023 is the overview of the year. The Sun Signs book and the one that we're doing the book club on is Trends 2023. The book club will begin in early March. Mercury entered Aquarius at 619 this morning, and the moon moves into Scorpio at 134 this afternoon. So talking about some of that deep analysis, putting your uh, adult hat on <laughs> begins today, and then nothing tomorrow, and then maybe on Monday we'll talk about a lot of this solar activity. I put a post in our Facebook group about a piece of the sun evidently peeled off on the northern hemisphere of the sun. It's like, wow, there is some incredible... And even while I was recording this, a solar flare just went off a notification on my phone. So we are getting a lot of solar activity right now. Have a great rest of the weekend. We'll see you back on Monday.